Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. I'll say a few words about this topic of refuge um, and just add on to a bit what um, Eve has uh, spoken of. It's a, it's such a beautiful word. It's for me. It's it's one of the one of the most profound and um, and moving words in Buddhist teachings. Refuge, a place of safety, of protection, uh, and escape from danger or worry or fear, a place of of home. And it's a place of calm that we can start to feel um, connected to all that is good inside. It's, it's been shown when the mind gets agitated, when, there's, when it's filled with worry, it's uh, almost impossible to have wise response because it's not activating the the wisest, most rational part of our, or the clarity part of our brain when our um, limbic system is, is focused uh, on, on worry. And so to find a place of refuge is to find a place of connection and ease and presence where the wisest response is possible instead of the habitual reacting. Um, so I'll say a little bit uh, also about those three refuges, the three classical refuges in, uh, in the Buddhist teaching. I want to reverse the order and start with Sangha. Here we are, isolated, but in some ways more connected than ever. We are um, our neighborhood. We just had a Zoom block party on Saturday. Uh, and we're going to have it uh, every Saturday for for the foreseeable future, just for an hour. The families are together, and a couple of kids did their um, uh, one plate is saxophone, and one plate is ukulele, and and others talked about what they're going through. And it was this amazing sense of connection. I haven't felt that connected to all my my neighbors in our block. Um, we had one meeting um, a few months ago that I went to that was beautiful, but this is like every week now we're, and we're saying hi when we pass in the street from a safe distance. And um, it's, it's been really something special. Uh, and it, it's just kind of interesting how we long, for, we need connection. I was on a, on a zoom call with, um, all the teachers today, there was a spare off teacher meeting and I was in a small group with two teachers who said, you know, usually I like privacy. I like my own space. And so I thought, oh, this is going to be okay. But then they both said, I really miss hugging. I really miss that sense of, of contact, but this is pretty good in itself. And there's something about refuge in the Sangha being around like-minded friends to, to remind us that we're not alone. And the, it's been beautiful to see the, the 
outpouring of generosity, the contagion of generosity and kindness, just by being um, around others and hearing the stories of others. I wanted to share this, this uh, beautiful passage from Lewis Thomas, who wrote a wonderful book called Lives of a Cell. He says, I maintain, despite the moment's evidence against the claim that we are born and grow up with a fondness for each other. And we have genes for that. He's a biologist. We can be talked out of it for the genetic messages like a distant music, and some of us are hard of hearing. Societies are noisy affairs, drowning out the sound of ourselves and our connection. Hard of hearing, we go to war. Stone deaf, we make thermonuclear missiles. Nonetheless, the music is there waiting for more listeners. So this is a time for us to connect with each other here and also connect for uh, connect with the people in our lives, connect with our circle of friends. And one of those uh, quarantine questions uh, I mentioned before, the, the six daily quarantine questions. And one of them is, um, who am I connecting with or checking in with today? Who am I connecting with or checking in with today? And it's been really a, 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 a beautiful thing uh, that I've experienced in connecting with people that I haven't in a long time. I was talking to a, a student. I was a school teacher, as many people, as many of you know. I was a fifth grade and sixth grade teacher in, uh, in New York City for many years. And there was... Uh, connecting with a, a student who's now in her 50s. She was in my fifth grade class. She still calls me Mr. Barris, even though I write James as Mr. Barris. And uh, telling me about what she's going through. She's going through a lot. Somebody close to her uh, passed away from, from the virus in New York, and she just lost her job. And, uh, and by the time we ended our conversation, um, there was a sense of ease and, and, and peace. And it was like just yesterday that we were talking. It's so amazing that people in your life, when you make that contact, you're still, it's still right there. So I just invite you to think for a moment of your circle of friends and who you might reach out to. And perhaps people that you haven't connected with in ages. It's just a Zoom call away or a phone call away to renew that connection. Uh, and they probably will be very grateful uh, if you do. So there's that refuge and feeling that you're not alone, that you're connected. We're all going through this together. Then there's refuge in the Dharma and for me, that means to surrender to what life is giving me right now. If I truly have refuge in the Dharma, I'm opening up to see what this moment has to help me awaken. 
if it's a beautiful moment of connection with a friend or feeling safe or feeling grateful, ah, don't miss it. And if it's a difficult moment, let the heart open in compassion and learn from it. So every moment counts. This is the human realm. And in, in Buddhist uh, teachings of all the realms of existence, the human realm is the optimal one to wake up, even better than the, the Deva realms, the, the Brahma realm, the realm of the gods. Because in the realms of the gods, it's it's just it's so beautiful and so pleasant you kick back and you say oh okay well uh i've got it made and there's not the there's not the urge to keep on going for the deepest kind of awakening but the human realm is one that has both sorrow and joy and so that's why this is such a precious opportunity to be born human that we we can deepen our compassion as well as our joy. So refuge in the Dharma means to see every moment is an opportunity to wake up to life and to uh, deepen that tenderizing that comes with suffering that opens the heart and to deepen that connection with gratitude. Somebody um, wrote me yesterday and said, it's so strange. I'm both grieving for the world and there are these moments of joy that I have. And she felt a little awkward. She said, it's so, so confusing to put them both together. Maybe you're experiencing this too. And as I was reflecting on it, uh, just reflecting that, Sorrow and joy are, are really very close. They're just the, the opposite sides of the, of the same thing, that sorrow and joy, the, the heart is both open and tenderized when there's sorrow, and we can feel that connection, we can feel alive. And in a moment, it can, it can turn to being touched by life with gratitude. And in the same way, uh, how joy can in a moment be, you can be feeling grateful and then feel all the sadness of the world. So this is a time we're called on to open to it all. Not just focusing on the suffering, not just focusing on whatever goodness there is in your life, but open to it all. And I was reminded of this, this um, piece by Khalil Gibran on joy and sorrow. I'll just read a, a, a few lines of it. Your joy is your sorrow unmasked. And the self-same well from which your laughter rises was oftentimes filled with your tears. And how else can it be? The deeper that sorrow carves into your being, the more joy you can contain. Is not the cup that holds your wine the very cup that was burned in the potter's oven? Is not the lute that soothed your spirit the very wood that was hollow hollowed with knives? When you are joyous, 
Look deep into your heart and you shall find it is only that which has given you sorrow that is giving you joy. When you're sorrowful, look again in your heart and you shall find that in truth, you are weeping for that which has been your delight. So this is a time to both let yourself be touched by life deeply and also know how to protect yourself in that as well. Mm -hmm. Refuge in the Dharma, every moment is a moment to awaken. And then finally, refuge in the Buddha. And as Eve said, the word Buddha means awake, the awakened one. And the Buddha is right inside of you. Our true refuge, Ajahn Chah calls it our true refuge. You have in you all the goodness and all the wisdom and the presence that you need to wake up. That's really what practice is about, to uncover what's been obscured by our thinking mind and come into that place of refuge, our true home. It's right inside of you. So what I, I thought I'd do just to, um, to end before we do a little bit of connecting with each other is to um, offer a guided, a little guided meditation to connect with your true refuge, with your home. And this is something that uh, Jack, uh, a meditation that Jack Cornfield put together uh, that is, is really beautiful. So uh, I just invite you to um, go inside if you'd like. And when you're feeling stirred up or confused or worried or uh, unsettled, this is uh, something that you might find helpful to connect you with your true home. As you're sitting here, bring to mind an image of the wisest being, the calmest, most centered, being that you can think of, perhaps the Buddha or Kuan Yin or some inspiring figure like the Dalai Lama or someone in your life who embodies that kindness and connection and equanimity. And just see them in your mind's eye And as you see them, just feel the quiet and calm and connection that they emanate. Just their whole being, their whole presence. Just imagine how they view the world and allows them to Find that place of peace inside. Seeing all the sorrows and all the joys, being able to hold it all. And tune into their vibration. And just imagine them looking back at you and transmitting 
their calm, that place of refuge that allows them to be with it all. And there they are sending that kind of energy and wisdom to you. Let yourself receive it. Tuning into their centeredness. And then looking at them and you see that they take from under their coat a gift for you, a package that holds a symbol to remind you of their calm and their presence. And so you can open the package and see what it is that they want you to remember to help you connect with that same quality of presence and calm that they are imbued with. And you can Recall this symbol just as a reminder for that calm, centered wisdom. And then they bow to you. And take leave. And knowing that if you can call up that image, that that refuge and that peace and that calm is right inside of you. Where did it come from? Just your own mind and your own heart. So you have this capacity. You have this capacity to tune into that wise perspective, that wise calm refuge the Buddha right inside of you and know that all you need to do is remember, just remember that you have it right inside. I know it's circumstances that have driven this, but um, I want to say thank you. I live in Pleasanton. Um, I've lived here for more than six years. And um, what I was sharing with my little group, it's been a long time since I've meditated. Um, I actually started with you back, back, I don't know, 30, 35 years ago when you were Jamie. So, <laughs> um so this is a wonderful opportunity for me because I've not been able to drive into Berkeley for something like this. So mm. I just want to say thank you. Great. Most welcome. Glad you're joining us. Yeah. Anyone else? Let's see. Chat room. Uh, 
seven new messages. I didn't see anything in the chat. Uh, oh yeah, I want to remember, uh, I want to remind you that um, the Alameda Food Bank, uh, now let's see, I saw alamedafoodbank.org, but I also see accfb.org, Alameda County Community Food Bank. Let's see, Jane, are you on anywhere? Jane, are you still on? She was... Hi, James, this is Ruby. Okay, hi, Ruby. Uh, oh, was... there you are. Oh, you need yeah. to unmute. Oh, okay. Hi, Jane. Hi. Uh, that's my uh, wife, yeah. Jane. Here. Yeah. Um, I, all I did is I did that one. Alameda Family Food Bank, uh, Alameda County Food Bank, and you have to be careful because other, I'm sure they're fine, but uh, other other organizations have um, organized the website, uh, the Google, they've optimized it so that they come up first. So you have to, you know, uh, in my community, uh, uh, computer, I looked to the right and it was there. So just make sure you get to the Alameda County Food Bank because they really serve incredibly needy people. Okay. But there's two different, there's two different um, websites. One says alamedafoodbank.org and one says accfb.org, Alameda County Community Food Bank. So yeah, just Google uh, Alameda County Food Bank and, and see which one comes up. Yeah. Okay, thank you. And that again, that's where uh, I hope you're, you're, uh, you can give to your, your Donna tonight. Um, let's see, so any, any other comments, questions? Um, you can raise your hand and I'll unmute you if I can find you. And it can be about this topic or also just about practice in, in general in these times. Going once, twice. Is that somebody is pointing? <laughs> Let's see. But they're not really. Oh, there's. Oh, okay. You're raising your physically, you're raising your hand. Gary, hi. Hi, James. Um, about the food bank, I've, I have worked there as a, a phone, phone line person where people can phone right. in and find out where to get the food. The Alameda Food Bank is in Alameda. That's a city food bank. The Alameda County Food Bank is the big food bank that distributes everywhere. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, that, so it is ACCFB.org. Yes, great. And they're a very good organization. Uh, they really, they get a lot of food out. And surprisingly, uh, one in five people in Alameda County has used the food bank wow. at some time. Great. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. So sure. ACCFB.org, Alameda County Food Bank, as opposed to Alameda Food Bank, which is just local for Alameda. Great. Thank you. Um, Anything else? Let's see, Ruby, to everyone, people can find, oh, people can find Mindful Self-Compassion class with Jane and Eve at evedecker.com. Yeah, okay. Um, 
So maybe uh, Eve, uh, do you have a, another song for us um, as we as we wrap up? Uh, oh wait, here now I just unmuted you. Thank uh, you. Yeah. There's a setting where we cannot unmute ourselves uh, oh. unless you unmute us first. It's not always that way, but uh, in this meeting it is. So that's why we're all so slow on the go with the. I see. I got anyway, it. Here I am. Thank you. Thanks. So, um, yeah, I, I wanted to share uh, Reverend Hunkshire's dedication of merit. He actually translated this from the Mandarin. It's the Pure Land version of the dedication of merit. Um, in Vipassana, at least in my experience of our tradition of Buddhism, when we dedicate the merit, it's this notion that we've generated this really beautiful energy by practicing these refuges we've done tonight of mindfulness and dharma and, and like-minded spiritual community and that we've generated this beautiful energy and then we use our generosity to offer it out because there are so many beings that need good energy always and especially right now and um, so in Vipassana it's really short may the merit of this practice be for the benefit of all beings may, may all beings everywhere be free but in Pure Land Buddhism it's long and so, um, but it's lovely. And so Reverend Hungshire translated it from Mandarin and then uh, put it to a melody by Lorena McKinnett. So this is the dedication of merit. Eve, and uh, as we as we close, um, after hearing the the beautiful song, let's quietly um, dedicate, connect, and dedicate 
just first feel how fortunate we all are to have this connection with each other, to be held in our Dharma practice. to have access to the true refuge right inside. And may we share our practice in our coming here together. May it go out and help relieve suffering. Right now there's a lot of suffering and holding everyone in our hearts. May it awaken joy and goodness and compassion and love. May all know true peace inside, know their true refuge, and may our coming here together ripple out and be of benefit to all beings everywhere. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.